Rusted Bucket Media Corporation. Hey everybody, it's the 401. Uh, This is the intro to the Joanna Newsom episode I recorded with my friend Ray Easley. Uh, I think it's a good one. DJ Consequence did not mix this one. This was mixed entirely by myself, so I had a little fun with it. Um, The intro to the... Well, this is the intro to the episode, but when the episode starts, I did kind of a little collage of... This was a phone interview, so when Ray called, I had to sort of get all the levels right, and I was... He was coming through a speaker, so I had to mic that and myself, and I was just kind of playing around. So we had like a five-minute conversation beforehand, and uh, I just kind of cut that up and put it all together, and it sounds kind of funny. So uh, that's like the first minute, I think. And then we start talking, and then we start talking about the album. And uh, you can find his art at www.rayeasleyart.com. Dot org. RayEasleyArt.org He's in the Madison, Wisconsin area, so if you happen to be there, which you're not, you're right here. Alright, so without any further ado, here is Joanna Newsom. The album is Divers. What is the 401 listening to? 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 You know, um, I kind of do little. I try to. I try to make it look pretty. All the little pictures. Combining those two and. I don't know how much you remember about the first time we ever met, but I kind of want to talk about that. And then what you're doing now. I'm fucking prepared. This ain't no fly by night. Well, that's the thing. I'm not even talking into the phone. I'm talking into a Bluetooth speaker. Like a. Yeah, like the back of it is he's the not, microphone. I, I wouldn't worry about it. I kind of wasn't thinking of him carrying the boss and he's like, well, okay. oh, you want that. this show? Uh, another <laughs> thing <laughs> is, remember, yeah, how about you... I'm speaking into the back. Okay, uh, so this are sounds you okay, right? Don't forget how I open these. Yeah, yeah, I guess as much as but possible. Not so much. I, I, I kinda... All right, well, fuck it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of What's 401 Listening To. This will be episode 8, and me and my friend Ray Joanna Easley will Newsom. be discussing Joanna Newsom's album, Divers. Ray, do you want to say hello? Hello. That's Ray Easley. Ray Easley is an artist friend of mine. You can catch his art at rayeasleyart.org. That's Easley, E-A-S-L-E-Y, art spelled the normal way, dot org. Ray, what do you remember about the first time we met? Orange. Uh, Pac-Man, beer, and sitting on the carpet, and and kind of just like drunkenly talking about bands that we liked and and video games. I think that once we realized that you and I had the same, uh, I don't know, not only not only likes but the things that we like talking about. Yeah. Kind of the rest of the party died to us, and we just hung out. <laughs> I'll even go further than that because even before that, earlier in the night, I was playing, I think, Presidents and Assholes, like a drinking card game with 
some people, and then you kind of yeah, wan- <laughs> you wandered over, and you were just talking all this shit about us, how we weren't playing it right, and I was like, man, fuck this guy. I've been playing this game since I was in college. Like I wrote the rules on this game, and the more I started listening to the shit you were talking, you were saying like, you guys aren't drinking enough. You need to drink more. Let me tell you how to play this game. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, okay, yeah, well, I'm going to see what this guy's all about. And then, yeah, we were, uh, I think yeah. I brought over that little Atari thing I had that had Pac-Man on it. <clears throat> and it turns out you're like a big pinball guy and a big old school arcade game guy, so, yeah. Yeah. And the rest, as yeah, they say, I, is history. My stepdad, like, collected pinball machines and worked on them and stuff, so, and, like, our game room was never, like, a, like, a, a up-to-date PS. 19 you know in your face stuff it was always like galaga and dig dug and you know those were the games that i was playing uh original nintendo when i was like 17 and playing duck hunter and stuff so i mean though i I really get into newer games but yeah i guess yeah to add to beat off of what you're saying I, i do like arcade style games kind of older nes stuff but yeah, with you playing that, I kind of felt the leeway to get in. But that's funny. I don't know. Maybe I had drank too much and forgot telling you that you had to drink more. <laughs> well, that is possible. Uh, what are you up to now? <laughs> this was this was when we were both living in Texas, but you're living in Wisconsin now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I came up to Wisconsin. I got my MFA um, at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Uh, studied under some pretty badass people. Uh, T.L. Celine, Fred Stonehouse, Derek Fish, John Hitchcock, you know, some pretty sweet people. Um, and graduated, and now I'm uh, living in Fall River, Wisconsin, which I never would think I would be living in rural Wisconsin at all. But and I got a studio, and um, been working with a local collective called The Workshop. Oh, cool. It's, uh, it's a public outreach. Uh, what were you saying? I said that's cool. I didn't realize you were part of a collective. Yeah, yeah. So this thing is it's, it's really progressive. And, and to find it, like I said, rural Wisconsin is a... It's strange, but also really beautiful. Um, pretty much it's... Uh, a building in downtown. Um, I'm trying to think. What's the movie with Johnny Depp where he's like an old gangster and like rides around and robs banks? Uh, the one Citizen. that the one that just came out is called Black Mass. No, <laughs> no. There's an older one. It's like Citizen or um... Hoodlum. Public enemies. What's that? Hoodlum. That's not it. That's about black gangsters in the 20s. No, this was a. Uh, like Johnny Depp, anyway, that movie was filmed here. Okay. In this town. So if you ever want to know what it looks like, it's, it's, it's that. But it's just like this town that's kind of stuck back in the day, and, and they've got all the really beautiful, like, storefronts and antique malls and stuff. And, like, smack dab in the middle of it is just, like, this really weird art venue that, you know, teaches after uh, school specials, but also <laughs> teaches older people in the community that just want to learn how to draw or um, we bring in homeschool kids so they have functions to do and then they also um, we do stuff with the senior citizen center so that we can get some you know older people in there and teach them how to paint so it's really like a progressive thing for a community to drive 
for the for the people. Yeah, that sounds really and, awesome. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. But the the lady that runs it, you know, full time, I had met her. Uh, she asked me to come and do a painting class, and you know, we just got along and had, had the same similarities, and we kind of set it up as an artist residency style. But I'll be in there, you know, on a more. I'll be in there for about like five months to six months, uh, working with her and uh, getting some stuff going and working with the local community on on uh, projects, you know, getting with the library, maybe do some VA stuff, kind of just rolling with it. That's really fucking sweet. Uh, so yeah, to getting to Joanna Newsom, and I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing all that right. It's fairly uh, straightforward. Uh, how did you hear about her? Because I had never heard about her before. Well, um, it really happened organically. Um, and a little bit, you know, I've used the word twice, so I don't want to be redundant, but it was beautiful uh, how it happened just because it mixed with her music at the same time. But um, my wife and I, um, we, we went on vacation this winter um, to Colorado, and we drove. Um, we always choose to drive just because we like road trips and it gives us time to hang out and we drove and drove there and drove back so we're driving back and it's like hour 15 you know your your eyes are melting out of your skull it's been dark for five hours Trish has been asleep and I've been by myself and it's like the static going through the the radio trying to find something in middle of nowhere nebraska yeah and been there ohio you know and our iowa wherever i don't even know at this point i'm just driving and uh i get into madison and right when i get into madison i find a new station and it's playing the song that i i have absolutely no clue and it, and it almost kind of pissed me off at first because it, at the beginning of it it sounded like that artist that's trying to be like everybody else because the one person that did it got famous. Bjork. And but at the same time I had been listening to Static for like 45 minutes and the fact that I got in a station like I just listened to it. And as I continued to listen to her it was really original and it was like this her her voice was a, a, a instrument. It wasn't just like, yeah, exactly. Um, a person singing, like it was being used in a various way, and then I was like, okay, well, this is like the classic first five seconds and hate it, but then I gave it a chance, and so then I, I, you know, Siri, who is this thing? Yeah. And it told me the name, and and uh, then I just immediately, you know, I got home and went to bed, but the next day which rarely happens for me because I theory who is this thing all the time. Um, but to wake up the next day and actually look up who it was I was listening to, you know, I guess there's attributes to what I thought. And now I've been listening to her for a while and like looking her up and it's like hers, she's just a weird thing. I, yeah. I can't even categorize her yet. No, I know because I, I looked her up on Spotify once you had mentioned that you wanted to do the episode with her, and I saw that some of her associated acts were a band called Coco Rosie, and one called, uh, what the hell is it? 
Oh, Nervous Cop, which I think is a sweet band name. And Nervous Cop is actually with a drummer I really like named Zach Hill, who drums for a band called Hella. But Coco Rosie, I ended, I actually saw them play. They opened up for Bright Eyes in the early 2000s when DJ Consequence and I were in our, like, I don't even know if we were 20 yet, but I had done at least a semester of college, so I, like, knew everything, and I was, like, really awesome yeah. at that time. And uh, I was going to a Bright Eyes show, and this band Coco Rosie opened for them, and they were, like, they were, like, just way too arty. I couldn't even handle it, so I just rejected it straight off and was like, this is... This is terrible. They, it doesn't even sound like singing. They had a French guy that was like freestyling, and they were the visuals yeah, they were playing they, were all. They wear like fake mustaches and. and yeah, it's yeah. yeah. It was it was too much for me, and I just. You have to know what you're getting into for that. Yeah, I was like there to see like a folk bright eyes show, and then this happened, and I was like, no. <laughs> but like now, if I saw it, I'd be like, well, this is just this is the most punk rock thing I've ever seen ever. Yeah. But yeah, I would I like and if I would have listened to Joanna Newsom probably at that time I would have just straight rejected it out of out of principle at the time. Uh but yeah, and when you were saying that yeah, she sounds like though this is the, you know, she's trying to sound like the alternative thing and I mentioned Bjork and I'm like that's that's not really fair to Bjork and that's not really fair to her because they're both they're both so unique, yeah. you can't help but compare the two, but I mean, if I had never heard Bjork, and I was familiar with Joanna Newsom, the second I heard Bjork, I would say, "Oh, well, this sounds like Joanna Newsom." Like, they kind of do. Yeah, assimilation is so touchy because you feel, but you know, I think that, I think that that's appropriate, and you can do that because, you know, it's totally fair. You're not straining to to make that comparison because the comparison is so like true to that that. I don't think if anybody got mad, then they'd be an idiot. Yeah. 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 You know she's married to Andy Samberg. Joanna Newsom is. No. Yeah, married to Andy Samberg. She's married to Andy Samberg. Yeah. No. Uh. The Brooklyn and guy. Yeah. Oh, I was. I would go with the Lonely Island guy, but yeah, Andy Samberg. No kidding. I don't know what that does for me. <laughs> he's he's a funny guy. He's a comedian. He's you know got I, you curly know what? hair. I, I did the same thing for his show too, the Brooklyn Nine Nine, where I was like, I don't know, but then I watched it, and now it's funny to me. Maybe they're just meant to be. I haven't seen it, but it seems like it's uh like almost like airplane esque, where like the gags are so they're meant to be over the top, you know? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's not that bad, but it's definitely like you know. Andy Samberg, man, I don't know how else to, he's just a goofy, a goober, you know? <laughs> well, he's... He made, he made money from being a goober, which I think <laughs> what everybody has aspiration to do, he did it. And now the fact that he's married to a girl that sings Snow White just makes me even more upset. He's got the life. What do you mean, sing Snow White? No, she sings like Snow White. Like, there's oh, a gotcha. song when she like, kind of like does this crazy, like, I don't even know the technical term for it, but it is like when Snow White's in the forest and singing to all the animals and she like mimics the birds. Oh, yeah, right on. Like, that's what I got out of her. And that was one of the reasons I was like, whoa. She, she's 
he's talented and like does like this stuff totally as a musician, like doing weird. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just totally drew me in. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny that she's married to him because <laughs> I I didn't look into her like you know. Oh, I, well, yeah, I, I wikied for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wanted to, uh, the the associated acts, I wanted to figure out what that was all about, who she's, because that's always nice to know. Uh, so, yeah. <coughs> excuse me, let me get a drink here, that was a pickle. Put a flag on that. <laughs> yeah, the, well, the running joke with podcasts, it seems, is that you, you always hear them say, oh, we'll just edit that out, or that did, that joke didn't land, we'll edit that out, and then they never end up doing that, so. Yeah. Cough at it. Well, usually we usually go track by track, and I kind of am prepared to do that, but each time I listened to it, I was kind of thinking, like, it wouldn't really do the album justice to go track by track because it seems like one seamless linear piece almost. It's like it's like looking at, if I might make a painting analogy, looking at a... Uh, what would you call that? A mural, and you just kind of walk along yeah. it, and it's one kind of piece. Because I don't, when I listen to this, I've listened to it on a couple of my walks, and there are really no real hard breaks. It's it's no everything flows into each other, so it's hard to. Oh yeah, track five. That's the one that this happens. You know, I don't really yeah. get that with this. Yeah, I um, whenever I I listened to it the first time, I was painting, so I was kind of in and out. So that's why I listen multiple times to the same one just because I'll totally forget that I'm painting but or I'm listening to something and usually that's a good thing. Oh yeah. But then I like I, and then I like coming back and okay, well why was I like totally zoned out, which you know, happens a few times but um yeah, I agree with you on that. It's really hard to find albums anymore that you know, are are book into book in that you know, I think yeah. kind of killed that. Whenever they, people try to just sell their stuff, and and you got to go to kind of these, um, you know, I don't want to be rude, but some of these that are not so mainstream bands to get back to like you know real art and like what made music so great in the seventies. You know, there never be that that genre of music again because it's it's all about the single. Yeah. So with this album, it was really nice to have uh, a cohesive vision. Um, like for me, like one of the big things that kept coming up, and and the more that I looked at her like images on Google, and and like kind of am getting her more, um, that a lot of things dealt with like light. Yeah. Like it seemed like a lot of like her lyrics. And what she was going after was like light, and and how light becomes a character for like rejuvenation or energy, or you know, yeah. She like personifies and makes characters out of words, yeah, that are usually not. And that was like the more I listened, really interesting. And and when she and I'm just going to jump into some of this kind of more. Uh, in-depth stuff since we're not going to go by one, two, and three, right? Well, we can. I mean, you learn pretty quick that her voice isn't, you know, well, at least on the, I don't know where this album falls in her chronology, but 
if this was her first album, the first song, you learn pretty quick that her voice is not typical. I mean, she does she does very interesting things with it, like right off the bat, and that's kind of what hooked me, I guess. Um, I, the, the, yeah, I mean, I think Divers is her latest album. Okay, well, yeah. So this was like the long-anticipated one, because the one before that, um, I think there was like a five-year difference between her album before this last one, and everybody was like super pumped about this one coming out. Yeah. But I could be totally wrong on that. Again, like, she's, she's a new artist to me, like, as well. But... Yeah, 2010 was the only one before Divers, which was um, Have One On Me. That's the name of that album. And so there was a five-year difference. So Yeah, I've seen that. I think this is kind of like a comeback for her, you know? And yeah. it's super, it's way, like, if you look at, like, all this stuff, like, the, the cover art for Have One On Me is super beautiful. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, but kind of has a, 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 I don't know, Divers just looks, like, a Coldplay album cover. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it, that could be a good thing or a bad thing, but it's, like, really polished. Like well, it, de- it depends on what is inside. If it's a Coldplay CD inside it, then it sucks. But if it's a good CD, then it's okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, I mean, it's just... I guess what I mean is, like, super polished and, like, perfect. Yeah. But some of her other ones, just, you know, like, Walnut Wells and Yarn and Glue, like... Even the milk eyed mender, they're just kind of awkward. Yeah. But, you know, that's just who she is as an artist. I guess you can't, like. Well, the first. I don't know where I was going with that. I just wanted to talk about, like, how, how hey, new it was. There are no, there are no to, rules. Like, all of her other stuff. This is just uh, an excuse to talk with you about a record. There's, like, four people are going to hear this, maybe. It's fine. It's everything. Everything's going. Everything's going great. The first track that really sticks out to me is number three, "Leaving the City," where she does that. That that uh, chorus part is uh, the, the first because the first song doesn't have any drums, and then the second song the drums come in, and then this third song, "Leaving the City," I think there's actually even like a nice distorted guitar in there too and it's that's uh that's i'll put a drop in there yeah hell yeah track three good so you'll know exactly what i'm talking about yeah do you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah i know what you're talking about one of the things that i i had was like 20 seconds left in the in the opening song was like really loud like horns and it reminded me of the like first time i listened to ben both eyes like that album um yeah the, i can't remember the name of the song um but once you i mean if anybody hears that and and likes ben both but those, those those things go hand in hand in the way that he uses um really abrupt horns to like create breaks huh. in the in the song and and i got that immediately like that was the first thing i wrote down was i can't remember what album it was but it was like boom boom da 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 i don't know i don't, I don't listen don't to much ben folds i probably I should and i was just like man 
if, if this is how they all are going to be, then that's great. Because all I had had up to that point was just, you know, that time in the car. Yeah. What What did you, you hear in the car? Was it divers that you heard? Through. Yeah. Okay. What cool. are you asking? No, the song that I heard for the first time was uh, You Will Not Take My Heart Alive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, and a that's good number one. nine, and that was that was the one that I listened to while I was in the car, and I was just like, "Whoa, this is fucking gnarly!" Like <laughs> what she was doing with her voice, and and then like the repetitive notions of like, "You will not take my heart alive" at the end. Yeah. Like usually, I would just be like, "Okay, this is like redundant." But, but it, it somehow I doesn't. Myself saying to my, like, I, I was talking to myself in the car, and I was like, "You're not going to take this bitch's heart alive," like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I was green with her, and it was just—I don't know—like it was just a, a weird moment. Yeah. But normally, I hate. I found. I found uh, love. Yeah, at fifteen in the car, fifteen hours in the car, I'll do that to a guy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Track four is goose eggs, and I wrote down that this was the most. Like, if I was gonna play it for somebody, and I was like. It's the most. It's the most accessible. I think it's the most, uh, like, for lack of a better word, normal song, and that's not necessarily okay. anything bad. That's awesome. It's a, it's a really awesome normal song. Yeah. Goose eggs. Yeah, I could totally see that. Like, if you're to introduce it to somebody, like, maybe not go straight into, you know, whatever. Like a weird one. Yeah. I, I had written down about number two. Um, I want to say Spokane. Every time I see it, I just think of that city in Washington called Spokane. But Spokaneekin. I don't. Even, I don't know. The, the thing's weird to begin with. But <laughs> I I wrote down on here like two fifty six. Uh, I'm guessing yeah, like two minutes and fifty six seconds into it. It's a five minute song, so like halfway. Um, like a change in the tempo and, and like the overall style and portrayal of like the character that she was thinking about like totally changes and I was paying attention to like the, the way that like she was describing scenes but also like taking characters and then creating um, almost a history or like what that character is doing which is super badass but it was it was weird. I stopped it like five times and listened to it over and over because I was like, "What a what a weird thing to like make a song about." But and I'm like briefly like paraphrasing, and I may get some of it wrong. But go back and listen to it, and you'll get what I'm saying. But she describes a community whom in a hundred years will be looked upon by a, a quote hunter, and uh, this hunter sees and describes. Quote, tributes they have left to rust in their ports. And Whoa. and it was a thing where, like, she's not only talking about a community that is now, but now she's also describing it at 100 years that is going to be viewed by somebody in the future who is describing things that we're looking at now. Like, and for me, it was like trying to decipher what she's talking about was the hardest, and that's why I went back and listened to her. But for like a two sentence lyric to be like, I don't know, so in depth was really intriguing, and, and that just stuck out to me. Like, what a, what a weird and powerful 
and, and it's only, you know, something that is possible to yeah. us, even though this is hypothetical to her. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm going to have to listen back to that. As, yeah. I, cause, so, cause, it goes down to pretty say, like, this, this community is like a community of, like, well-driven people who are, you know, looked upon as, like, great people, but, you know, they're not going to survive, and people are going to look back at them, and, and all they're going to have is, like, burn up old ports of crap. Like, damn, that's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I well, Loyal uh, listeners to the show will know that I'm I. It's very difficult for me to pick up on lyrics. It takes multiple multiple listens for me to listen to it. Or I could just I usually end up googling lyrics, but I'm I'm not good at picking it up because I start listening, and then I'm too concentrated on figuring out what they just said to listen to what they're saying now, and I just I I can't do it. I'm not good at. Yeah, so I mean I understand. I like I said I. I just stopped it and went back right then. But I think everybody listens differently. I used to just listen to the drums. When I played the drums, you know, in like high school and stuff, like I would listen to bands and I would cancel everything out but the drums. Hmm. But, you know, I think that's, you know, now I'm more, uh, now I'm into like the poetry and stuff, so maybe that's just why I'm doing it now. But she's, Got a little crazy in her, and I like it. Oh, yeah, she's got a lot of crazy in her. Uh, five is Waltz of the 101st Lightborn, which is, I think, an yeah. amalgamation of Light Brigade and Airborne Infantry. And there's that play on the word light again, because Lightborn isn't a, isn't a thing, I don't think, in the military. No. <laughs> so. No, but, but uh, in that one, she, she talks about the, the wars... And I like the assimilation of the clouds wrapping the men like flags. Yeah. Like she talks like she she's using like so many weird, you know, similes to, to describe a scene, but she's using, you know, not not normal ways of communicating. Like one of them was like, hell is a millennial moon. Like, what does that even mean? But you know what it means. I know, what I, know, what I, know, I know what it means. I know what it means. Who talks like that? I saw one this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just uh, love that one, too. Like, hell is a millennial moon. I like um, uh, the guitar tone. There's a guitar tone that comes in every now and then, and I... It's like... I don't know. I'll put a drop in for it, but it's... I really enjoy it, and it sounds like, like this... That, and this is where I'll play the guitar tone right now. Yeah. <laughs> and she has a lyric in this one that's time is taller than space is wide. Mm. Or like the people that after the wars figured that out or there's pe- people are uh, learning that time is taller than space is wide. And I thought about that for a while and I still don't under quite understand it. I don't know. Yeah, like what that means, but that's what I meant. Like, you don't know what it means, but you kind of do. Yeah. Like, she's she's really good with like. I would like to just sit down and like talk with her, because I want to know if she's the kind of person that's going to sit there and say this shit to you like to your face, or if this is an outlet. You know, like yeah, 
Or maybe, like, is she this completely full of shit? This than the fifth son in the generation of Marvel. It's like, you're fucking weird, but awesome at the same time. Like, <laughs> you know, I would I would hope that she is, but at the same time, I don't know how you could be around somebody like that. No, yeah. Well, Andy Samberg, you know. I guess, yeah. Maybe they just, like, get off on being, like, weirdo and talk like that to each other. <laughs> Uh, the next one is The Things I Say, and this is kind of a stripped-down song with just piano and voice, and there's a little orchestral build-up at the end. Yeah, I, would, I don't know. I wasn't a fan of that one. Yeah. It's it's a nice little uh, break, sure. In the, uh, before uh, before Divers, you, you need a little breathing time, and then right after that 104 first uh, Lightborn song, you need... It's a placeholder, you know? Yeah. And then, of course, the next song is Divers, which is, I think that's the first song I heard because, you know, you got to listen to the eponymous uh, track. And I believe... I I didn't watch the video, though. I watched the video um, after I had kind of familiarized myself with the album. And holy crap. The video is amazing. Paul, yeah, Tom, Paul Thomas I gotta go Anderson. I and watch it again because I kind of it was one of those where I was doing like five different things at once, and I turned on the video, but I was working on a drawing, and you know, I didn't give it enough time. But from what I saw, I really liked it. No, it's very but surreal. That, you know, that goes back to like her whole thing is kind of this. Uh, Utopia Queen Renaissance thing. Like, that's what I've gotten. Yeah. Like, and that's what I got from the video, the album color, the names of these things. Like, it's definitely conceptual. You know, like, yeah. And it all goes with each other. And even if you look at her album covers, like from like from day one to now, like they're all these weird, like you know, uh, hanging from a certain time period. I don't know, but I think that crosses over to like what we were talking about with that video. Like she definitely has a vision. Yeah, yeah, it's conceptual. It's not one that I would normally like go towards. No, I, it's not one that I even knew existed until. Like, cause if you think about it, the video is her, her bust, you know, like from her shoulders up in like clouds and like, that's yeah. like, if I say, Oh, I want to make a video where I'm like, my head's in the clouds. You'd think that, well, that's going to be fucking stupid, but you get Paul Thomas Anderson to do it and it looks, uh, unreal. It looks amazing. You mm-hmm. should, all of you listeners should go check that out. 401 exclusive. Uh, the next song <laughs> yeah. is Same Old Man, and it's got a banjo in it, and she's kind of like double tracks her vocals, and it sounds yeah. like like coal minery, like like rural Kentucky, like at a county fair, like th- three three girls singing with a band. It sounds oh, really brother, fucking sweet, like Oh Country We're Out Thou. Yeah. Oh brother, we're out thou. Really, I really like that song. And I don't know what the hell they're talking about. I don't know who the old man is. I don't know anything that she's saying. But as far as the, the yeah, music I didn't goes, know that either. I, I, you know, and I was, I, re- I liked it, but I was also kind of like, what is that thing? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, like I said, you will not take my heart was the that's the next one. And I uh, that's the whole reason. So that one's probably my favorite, and only because that's the reason that I turned on. Uh, I got turned on to her. But um, I don't know. I like that one. It's one of those Weird, songs like that. Thing. When you hear the the title, because the title is the refrain of the song, and when you hear the title, you instantly hear the refrain in your head, like just over and over again, because it's it's I don't, I don't even know if catchy is the right word, but it's it just sticks with you because the yeah. the message she's saying is pretty pretty powerful, and um, yeah, it's yeah, just it it's good, it's really powerful. good. I mean, I could be mistaken, and tell me if I'm wrong, but what's the... I'm, I'm trying to remember, like, what the premise of was that. Like, like she loves somebody, and she knows it's not going to work, and, and like, just that love is not, is, like, forsaken, or... Like, I was getting mixed signals, like, that she loved this person, or whoever she's talking about, but at the same time, she hated him. Is this one where she's talking about, I, I didn't love you first, but I love you best, or was that Divers? I think that's Divers. Oh, no, now you're I don't know. I don't know either. I guess this is a, a, an excuse to go back and listen again. Really, like, I've got to go back and listen to it again, but I know that listening to it, I was kind of like, well, and then listening to it a second time and the whole repetition of you will not take my heart alive. I think you're right. What you are what you just quoted is part of that. Like, what was it? You were not my... You weren't... I didn't love you first, but I loved you best, and... She she does like three yeah. or four of those and they yeah, kind of switch up. Yeah, that's, that's you will not take my heart alive. Okay. Then yes, I agree with what you said earlier. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, the next song is a pin light bent. I don't really recall too much about this one. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't either. Um, I don't know. I I had nothing written down for this one, so it. it it obviously didn't affect me. Not saying that it won't, though, because it seems like any track on here could be a complete sleeper and then later just become your favorite one once you, like, yeah, unlock a lyric or something. Yeah, I've got to listen to this whole thing again. It's been, a, it's been, like, a week since I've listened to it. Um, but the very fact that I would go back and listen to it again... Yeah, that's definitely says something. Yeah, because I usually... I listen, you know... My favorite album, maybe once every six months. Yeah. Which is, yeah, I guess like back religious to most music people, but I don't know. Well, yeah, this it should be noted that uh, you were hesitant to be a guest because you didn't feel like you could talk about music the same way. But I hope I'm hoping you notice that I I'm not anything special. I've said it sounds really good. <laughs> You know, that's how I describe some of this stuff. It's not to, uh, yeah. it's not to flex any yeah, muscle I guess, that I have. You know, I, I like music in the same way that, um, I don't know. I don't even know how to put it, really. I, I, I listen to music whenever um, I'm tired of doing what I enjoy, which is stand-up comedy or um, streaming old episodes on Netflix and, you know, cartoons and stuff. And and I guess I can also say that the most time that I, I listen is whenever I'm in my studio painting or working on a piece. And um, 
for that reason, music, I, I've just never been one to listen to music whenever I work. I like listening to pieces that feel like they're com- having a conversation with me. Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is that I don't spend a lot of time listening to music. And when I do, it's because I sit down and say, I want to listen to, you know, this new album. Or, for instance, whenever I listen to your shows, I usually take time to go and listen to the people that you're talking about. Oh, cool. Well, yeah, that's... It's the 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 goal for me doing this is twofold. One is to hopefully, or I guess three. My uh, DJ Consequence maybe recommends something to me. Like the last uh, episode was, they might be giants, and I'd never really listened to them, but I'm you know, I'm getting into that now, and that's mm-hmm. goal one. Goal two is me to turn somebody onto something, and uh, the third goal is just to talk about music with somebody which is just like we've been talking now for 40 minutes about one album that's that's pretty cool that's pretty fun to do you know what i mean yeah it, it, i uh, i mean it's, i'm always down to try something i'm i'm solving a quilt for god's sake i'm, I'm <laughs> experimenting <laughs> Yeah, I've been yeah, noticing that. I'm making a quilt. I got a spring machine for Christmas. I'm making a quilt. The pieces you've been doing that incorporate uh, sewing into them, you did some sort of like your your face stuff that you've been working on. I think I saw that you were doing like sewing in in that style, and I really liked some of that stuff. That was awesome. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I pretty much make collages. Um, yeah, the, the collages. Fabric, sew it all together, and they make uh, really. I wouldn't say too abstract because you can tell what it is, but it's not a typical uh, way of presenting a bust or profile or portrait. Uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I, I I'm actually happy with the way that it's turned out, and I've been. Uh, continuing it, so it didn't. It wasn't a one and done for me, so that's nice. Awesome. I like different mediums, and, and I'm sure I have a solo show in Arkansas. Um, so the idea was I have this new medium. I should learn how to do it, and also I'm showing. I, I'm I'm doing a solo show in a gallery in Fayetteville, Arkansas, where there's somewhat of a, a nice outdoor culture that also gets into fabric art and I should dive into it and just like maybe get on get on the conversation that they want to have yeah yeah kind of a bunch of things drove it but I'm excited to show it it'll definitely be weird and strange and and to be in a gallery showing a quilt after you know being in this academic world of painting and everything it's going to be pretty pretty great well i'm proud of you yeah uh the last song is time as a symptom which is uh it's the perfect ender song for this album like it just ties everything together here's that morning dove cooing at the beginning and they they sort of use it as an interest instrument oh that sound just speaks to my soul yeah it reminded me that one reminded me remember I am 
when I was young, my mom used to put CDs in my rooms of like, you know, rainforest and uh, whales singing and water, rain, you know, waterfalls or whatever. And as soon as it started, I like stopped what I was doing and just looked at like, am I still listening to the album? You know, for me, I was like, did it move on to something else? Because I was just running it off the computer. Right. And and I agree with you. Like, to end the album, and it was a little different, but then it was totally her. Yeah. For, for like, in, that, in those 10 songs, to have that be the 11th, like, um, yeah, it did it for me. It was like the the other side of the, the, the sandwich. It was complete. <laughs> Good use of metaphor there. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> it was the other side of the sandwich. See, I'm, I'm wondering if you're like talking about like if you're eating a sandwich, eating towards the other side or like the, like the other piece of bread on the bottom versus the top. Whoa. Whatever you want, man. <laughs> it works both ways. What if I'm eating like a bagel sandwich? Then it's a, a flat circle. Well, then, fuck you. Eat a regular <laughs> sandwich. Uh, uh, final final thoughts about the album? Throw the final thoughts. Um, listen to the album, everyone. And uh, I think go into it with the mindset of have fun with it. I definitely think that I, I definitely think it's a serious album, and she's being completely serious. But it also allows the, the listener to um, have fun with it, and make it their own, your own um, reasonings for liking it, and and also it gives you. Um, I, I think it gives you like memories back that you that you forgot about and like you think about when you listen to it. Oh, sure, yeah. And I, I think, like, just allow yourself to um, be non-subjective and give it a chance, and, you know, it's going to be great. You like it? Well, I do not think I could have said it any better than that. You're I, welcome. Yeah, I agree one 100%. you want to repeat your website and do any other plugs you want to do? Yeah, so my my website is rayeaslyart.org. Um, I'm going to have a solo show at Underground Gallery, uh, Northwest Arkansas. It's on the square. It's sweet. That's going to be on the 3rd of March, 5 to 9. Um, I'm also going to do a um, radio interview with KUAF. And that's in Northwest Arkansas as well. So uh, stream that, listen to it, whatever. I don't have a date yet. Maybe we'll let you know on a web page. Check my web page if you want to listen to it. Um, and I will be in a show in Madison, Wisconsin. And that is going to be called Those Four Sisters. And that's May 6th. And that's another solo show. So. I'll be around, and then for any weird reason that anybody's listening to this up in Three Lakes, Wisconsin, I'm going to be showing uh, at the Marie Moore Gallery on July 3rd, and that's another solo. So 
Um, yeah, got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Uh, thanks for listening.